suggest a new strategy. Only different in your mind. Hello and welcome today to the Smut Hut. My name is Kay. I am also known as Blowjob of the Hut here on the Smut Hut. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and AO3 as D-R-K-L-D-Y-K-A-Y. And just as a heads up, because I've had this conversation a couple times, <laughs> because actually with OK Pianist, is that it's not Dork Lady K. <laughs> It's Dark Lady K. Definitely talked about this before. It's a throwback to my uh, role-playing days in the AOL Star Wars fandom. But I will answer to Dorkly. So if you want to call me that, I will answer to it. Um, hi, this is Sophia. I'm known as R2 Give Me the D2 here in the Smut Hut. You can find me on Twitter at Lady of Rebellion. And you can also find me on Tumblr at Our Lady of Rebellion. We are doing, is this the last of our charity fix? No, we have two more. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, this we is still have great. two more. This is the middle. This is our middle. This is our third charity fic uh, review. Okay. So if, you, if you've been following along with the latest Smut Hut episodes, we are currently reviewing authors and fics that, uh, in exchange for them, gifting money to a cause or campaign. We did get Georgia. So that's pretty sweet. So thanks to everyone who contributed to that. And of course, thank you to, of course, thank you to Stacey Abrams and everybody on the ground in Georgia who made that possible. We really appreciate it. Uh, that's, that's the rebel, that's the rebellion we like to see in the streets. We're reviewing OK Pianist's fix today. Her name is Chris. And we're going to go ahead and uh, she donated to Ra- uh, Raphael Warnock. So uh, we had a couple different ones. We had Black Voters Matter, uh, Raphael Warnock, and... Uh, John Ossoff. John Ossoff, as well as Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight, excuse me. We raised $230, and we won the Senate. So, you know, I'm just going to say that it was our $230 <laughs> that won. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's get to our fic reviews. Uh, I am really excited. We read a couple different. Uh, we read Jack and Jill. Last Time for Everything, Am I the Nerf Herder, which was a delight. And Sophia read I Wear My Granddad's Clothes and Set the Prairie on Fire, which was also a delight. Oh my gosh. So we were just talking about this right now uh, as we were just kind of like warming up. And what I think is so interesting about a lot of Chris's fix is that she really just kind of runs with it. She's having fun. You know, uh, a lot of these are linked in her collection as, like, Twitter fix, like, ones that she's, like, gotten ideas off of Twitter. And I just wanted to encourage our listeners who are thinking about writing fanfic because I just wrote my first fanfic. And Sophia has written a few fanfics as well. Is that you should just go not, for it. None of them are completed, but thank you. No, it still counts. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's not completed or not. It's just run with it. Like, don't be afraid to embarrass yourself. Like, don't be afraid to just, like, stumble through it and just be like, this is trash, but someone's going to like it. Yeah, that's that has been the sort of most wild, but also the most lovable thing about fandom is that there's somebody out there who likes whatever it is that you're making. Yeah. That person exists. It's 100% true. They absolutely exist. It's like, 100% It's true. easy to forget how many people there are in the world, especially now if you've been quarantining at home and only going out when you need to. It's so easy to just, like, have the world be so small, but <laughs> there's literally billions of people. It's true, and and some of these, like, 
some of the ways that you can motivate yourself to write, you know, is through these Twitter fix that you're that that Chris got a lot of her ideas from. And you know, they're just silly and they're fun and you know, they're really joyful. And that's that's really what I feel like I get a lot from all of her writing is how much joy she takes out of just writing them. Joyful is a really good word for it. Because <laughs> it's, it's and you can see that she's taking joy in the creativity. She's taking joy in being open to whatever prompt that she's given from someone like that is that's like a certain kind of love Mm -hmm. in her work that it's hard to miss and i'm just really grateful for it because it's it's stuff like that that is helping us get through all well, of this Well, it brings madness. light to that fandom, you know? Yeah. I was actually, I was peeing, of all the things in the entire world, <laughs> thinking about fandom and just like, you know, I'm in these new is ships. Is that when you think about fandom? I do. I am taking this new ADHD medication and it makes me pee like a racehorse. I have to drink so much water. And I'm just in the bathroom all the time and I'm okay. peeing for 100 right. years. So you're just spending time there. Okay. Uh, yes. I think about Phantom a lot in the bathroom because I'm going like four or five times and I have to walk all the way across the library to get in there. So I was thinking about fandom and I was just like, you know, I'm like more into fandom, but I'm into more fandoms now than I was when we first started the Smut Hut. And I was just thinking about how wonderful it is that we are just so blessed with so many authors who care about so many different things and just how nice it is to be surrounded by people who, you know, share what they love and save what they love and then don't get into ship wars over who's the valid ship. It's just like, there's room for everyone here. Nobody got time for that. No, it's true. And it's just, it's wonderful. And I love it. So we're going to talk about the first one, which is Jack and Jill. And our summary here is Ben doesn't only masturbate to women on Reddit, but where there's a will, there's a way. There's a ray. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And so our additional tags here are porn without plot. We've got masturbation. Ben gets off on Ray uh, getting off. That's the story. We've got modern setting. Uh, We've got some voyeurism. And my favorite, Digital Get Down. Does anybody remember that song? Because my mom bought me that No Strings Attached. And I don't think she knew that Digital Get Down was on that NSYNC album. And I was just like, what? That was like Liquid Dreams from O-Town. Both of those songs would play on my sex playlist when I was like 13. What do you even know about you sex at 13? You had a sex playlist at 13? I mean, I don't have a playlist for shit at 13. I mean, I'm really into playlists. I mean, we, I was talking to another friend about how I'm dating myself because I would sit in front of the radio with my blank tape trying to catch Incubus's drive. I remember that because time. Raise your hand if you had a sex playlist at 13, but you weren't having any sex except for yourself, I guess. All right. It's not me. I listened to... That one song by Brandy, and it was like sitting up in On my room, back here thinking about you. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's I a must good one. confess, I'm a mess for, for you. you. Yeah, that's a good so one. That's I a remember good one. that, um, and I think that was on my mom's Waiting to Exhale soundtrack Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you bought soundtrack CDs so that you could get just that one song that's that you liked. Song. And... I may or may not have have played that song so much that when you put that CD in the machine, it would automatically skip to that track. Uh, uh, uh. 
may or may not the laser the laser had 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 made a groove deep enough in that old sony cd deck (laughs) how to skip to number four so our premise is is that ben solo is masturbating and he really likes masturbating to subreddits because the women are quote-unquote real. I mean, all women are real, but like it feels a little bit more amateur and a little bit more intimate. And so he really enjoys watching these solo masturbation vids that get posted on subreddits. Apparently there's a lot of porn on Reddit that I just can't seem to find. Is Reddit the new Tumblr except full of incels? I'm going to share a story about Reddit porn. And it's very problematic. I just want to give everyone a heads up that this is a very problematic story, but it happened nonetheless. Uh, at one point in my life, I had what I would call a Splenda daddy. So I say Splenda daddy because like he had like extra income, but he wasn't like rich. But it was like, listen, I don't want to have to pay for dinner. Okay, you come pick me up so I don't have to drive. Uh, and then we can have adult fun time. And by adult fun time, I mean sex. So I keep forgetting sometimes that this is a smut hut and I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so my Splinter Daddy, he is kind of a Reddit porn curator. Like, and that's, that's what he likes. And this is how, I think this is kind of how I knew that I could trust him. Like when we first yeah. started seeing each other uh-huh. was because he much prefers amateur porn. However, for, you know, Southern California reasons, he just never really found himself looking for porn of black women. And I am a black woman. And I know I don't, quote unquote, like necessarily like look black to some people. Like, But there are a lot of people, especially people who um, don't have a lot of experience with black people when they see me. They, have, they don't know what the fuck I am. Um, he, had, he had not looked at porn of black women. And so after we started seeing each other and we started having sex, he was like, you know, I've never done this before. But I realized that you're the first black woman I've ever been with and that I'd never looked at porn with black women in it. And I was like, okay. Because I was 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 thinking about about that meme of that like guy in a turtleneck and his head exploding. Like just like, what? No, I was like, it was more like the meme of the woman doing the math. Uh And I was like, is this racist? (laughs) Is it racist? I was like, I don't think it is. No, that's him. Him is the head exploding. You're the woman with the math. You're like, should I be offended? Do I need to kick him out? Well, you know, do I need to leave? Yeah. Because um, I wasn't going to clean so he could come over to my place. Fuck yeah. that. Um, but <laughs> it kind of defeats the point of having a splendid daddy. I, I think mostly I was just waiting for it to get racist. Uh-huh. But it didn't. Um, and so what I'm trying to say is that the Ben Solo who will look for amateur porn on Reddit is a Ben Solo that I can really get behind. You can relate to it. Okay. Well, not yeah, but like I really think there's something about a guy who like specifically pursues amateur porn that amateur. you're like they're fine, you know. Like he doesn't have ridiculous expectations about bodies mm-hmm. and what they can or can't do or what they should look like. Yeah, and that's but, hot. By the way, pay your sex workers. But if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna amateur porn it up, please please actually yeah. go to someone's OnlyFans and pay them. Yeah, if someone, especially if you're a cis dude paying for porn, like come on. Pornhub got, just got rid of all of its, like, questionable, quote-unquote, uh, porn. I'm, I'm Questionable is really in quotes right now. Yeah, I want to give one shout-out, since we're talking about black women and porn and and OnlyFans. Her name is Divinity Nora. Huh. Yeah. I'm drooling right now. That was my drool noise. She's Sorry. She's a very beautiful <laughs> woman. 
and and she's an entrepreneur and she's just she's fantastic and she is like all about like the aromantic representation because those people exist they exist and they deserve a seat at the table so so yeah just just a heads up so we've been talking a lot about everything but okay sorry sorry and just as a heads up just a heads up you can find so many i follow a couple people who have talked about back tagging their fix because they realize that they now identify and have probably identified for a really long time but without realizing that they're demisexual and that their uh ray and ben were written essentially without realizing it as demisexual characters and so we actually talked about is that okay should i go back and re-tag this as demi ray and demi um ben and it was like well i mean like it's up to you anyway okay so we're talking about uh, how Ben Solo really enjoys watching uh, amateur Ray porn. amateur porn, and he happens to see someone. He's like, "I know that tattoo." Oh my god! As goodness. he's watching fucking Ray go down on herself with this fucking purple dildo, which is now his favorite and color. My favorite is her 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 Reddit name is uh, a cowl or something. <laughs> Just such a, just I just I'm not I really enjoy the fact that Chris like puts in these little like Star Wars like 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 things like she puts in a couple different like in a the next one that we read she says some like you know please because you know please is always been so low and you need a teacher and I'm like it always makes me so flustered it's like this wonderful sequel trilogy confetti and it's just like little bits of it show up. In all of her... It's so good. Her little takes. It's so good. It's very colorful. It's very fun. So um, he has a lot of guilt. He's like, should I keep watching this? Yeah. And like, and that's a thing, too, because that's the risk. That is the risk that you take with amateur stuff. Is anyone could see it. Well, I mean, anyone could see well, it know, anyway. Yeah, they know that. But that someone you know could see it. Like, one of the things, when I was a camp girl, one of the things that was really important is you, you could turn off which states could see your videos. Oh, that's helpful. So I turned off California because uh-huh. I was just like, can't risk it. <laughs> and I turned off the DMV. Uh-huh. So like no one who knew my mom or anyone. Could be like, hey, look your daughter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look at her boobs. Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> so it's really, it's like a weird meet cute, except not because they've met in person before so in this in this small and these are all very short they're all very short so you can power through them yeah so in in this little bit they are students at is it chandrila university university of chandrila university of chandrila all right, okay so you say it chandrila i say it chandrila i don't think that's right <laughs> it's our usual we read too much as a kid and we don't know how well, to I know, pronounce anything yeah i know that it's supposed to be a play on shangri-la oh okay so that makes more sense that it would be at the university of what again Chandrila. Chandrila. <laughs> so they're going to the university and They're uh, co-eds. Exactly. And uh but my favorite part is that Ben lives in the rich kid dorms. Is that a thing since you went to Princeton? Are rich kid dorms like No 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 a thing? There are not rich kid dorms at Princeton. <laughs> okay, well I just thought maybe there might be. Uh there are nice dorms and there are not so nice dorms, and then there are new dorms, and then there are old okay. but some universities um private they i think it's usually private universities though some of them though if you pay more 
room and board, you can get like a nicer, nicer dorm. dorm. Okay, all right. Um, so Ben has he stays in these rich kid dorms, yeah. and so it technically has a bigger a bigger place. And so he's talking to Ray, and he's just like, "Thanks again for meeting me at the library. Oh, it's just my desk is so full," is what Ray's saying. And he's like, "Yeah, because your your room's so small." And Ray's like, I've never invited you over to my room. What do you mean? And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What do I do? I lie. Do I lie? Do I lie? And no, this is Ben Solo. Solo underlined the dumbass because he doesn't know how to lie. And is just like, Reddit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because Han Solo can't lie. Like, he pretends he can lie, but he can't. And so this is where he's a dumbass. And this this is where it is porn without plot because... Plot would have to deal with that, right? But in this case, it's porn. So Ray's just like, oh, did you like what you saw? (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, are you serious right now? Is she asking me this? And of course, yes. She's like, yeah, did you you like it? He was like, yeah. And so they end up back at his place. And she just puts on a show for him. Which I, I'm sorry, I just, I love that because I don't think there's enough mutual masturbation in fix just in general. Uh, I really feel like, I feel very strongly that our dumb space versions who share one brain cell, I feel like that's how they would always, like... Start out? Not always, but, like, that's how their sexual relationship would start out, right? Yeah. Like... Someone's on force time. Jagging yeah. off. Either, either... <laughs> but even when they finally physically got in the same room with each other, like, I think that touching, touching each other while also having sex would just be, like, too much for them the first few times. They would just be like, I just need to, like, be on this side of the room, and I need you to be on that side of the room. And then afterward, they would cuddle. I feel like there would be a lot of cuddling afterwards. So now we're going to talk about the last time for everything, and it's Ray has never had an orgasm during sex. Okay, this is really fun for me because basically I imagine Ray and Ben speaking with, like, country accents. Oh, yeah, okay. So Ben bets that he can give her one. If he wins, she has to go on a date with him, which is doing things backwards, but I love romance for that reason because everything's backwards, as if that's a struggle. Okay, maybe I should just reread that. Ray has never had an orgasm during sex. Ben bets that he can give her one. But if he wins, she has to go on a date with him as if that's a struggle. And so we've got a modern setting, bars and pubs. There is some alcohol. And this is based on Brad Paisley lyrics. More porn without a plot. And Ben teaches Ray how to orgasm. That's it. Soft Ben Solo, which I do love. And devoted Ray Ben Solo. Because, you know... Why would you not want to have a devoted dude who but, wants you to orgasm? Also, why would you not want a cute AU with Ray and Ben Solo where they both have Texan accents? Well, no, I don't necessarily. I think I'm trying to remember in this fic if they even have Texas accents because they were saying that maybe that he just moved here. He moved back. He moved back. Okay, so maybe to you're take right. care of his mom. You're right. Okay. And I'm assuming that Ray has been there that whole time because... So now she's got this weird British British Texan accent. What would that sound like? The British accent and the Southern accent are not that far apart. So she's got to slur her words a little bit more? Just just draw them out a little bit more and then you got it. But yeah, I easily was just like, oh my God, Ben Solo with the Texas accent. I'm going to fucking lose it. Because the thing is, is like, 
I don't like country boys, but I like country boy shit. Well, you like country boys in here, and I'm pointing at my yeah. head. You don't like country boys here, and I'm pointing at my eyes. No, 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 no. It's the opposite. <laughs> oh, it's the opposite? I like, I like country, country boys, boys here, and you point at your eyes. And you don't like, like your country boys here in your head. I like country boys here. <laughs> pointing down to your vagina. Okay, that works. That works. Okay. No. Okay. So, it's, it's, it's funny because it's got some texas charm to it and i appreciate the lyrics of the song interwoven throughout the piece is short piece so it's 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 really fun and cute for like how little of a you know a chapter that it is there's just something like very it's like okay these feel like petite fours i was trying to think of like a food reference for all of these fix that we've read because uh chris has like a little bit opera cakes well, petite fours are those little tiny cakes that are, like, covered in, like, royal icing or something like that. And they're, like – and they usually give you, like, different flavors. And you just get to, like, put it in your mouth. And you're just, like, this tastes like strawberries and, like, whipped cream. And it's perfect. And then you get to move on and it's, like, chocolate mousse and tiramisu. And you're just, like, this is amazing. So I feel like, because we are such foodies here, that Chris's fix are very much petite fours. I would say they're hors d'oeuvres. You think they're hors d'oeuvres for, like, because the main when course? when it's hors d'oeuvres, you can have a much bigger variety of things. Because they're not all, like, sugar sweet. Okay. No, that's true. That's true. Because, if, I mean, I'm sorry. If we're going to talk about food, I'm going to be overly specific <laughs> and unnecessarily Epicurean. And this is your Would fault. If you didn't want that, you didn't want that, podcast without you shouldn't that? have brought food up as a conversational topic. No, that's This is all true. on you. So, That's true. But I appreciate the, like, the quote-unquote. So here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, because we didn't know this the whole time, OK Pianist is actually Oklahoma Pianist. <laughs> Instead of just an OK or yeah. OK Boomer, but OK Pianist. Yeah. Uh, so so Chris is uh, a Midwestern lady, and so she knows a lot about the culture from that place. So it's, re- it's really cute. So on the one hand, part of me, part of me is always a little suspicious of never had an orgasm stories. I'm always worried about it coming across as condescending. And I was worried too. Yeah. I was worried too. And, mm-hmm. and part of me is also just kind of like, like, I feel like so many people with vulvas who touch themselves, like, I just feel like we eventually figure it out. So... I'm always, like, slightly peeved about the topic of never had an orgasm before. I completely understand that no one else no one else has given me an orgasm before because I feel like that is a hurdle that people with vulvas face regularly. Yep. Um, and what I just, I just really enjoyed the, the way that Ben keeps checking in with Ray about consent. I also enjoy- How slow he starts. He starts yes. off really slow. Yes. And they do a lot of making out and Ray wants to rush it. And that, that I feel like is a very common, I feel like, misconception just in general with sex is that sometimes you will even if you're masturbating and you're having sex with yourself like sometimes I think we oftentimes rush it because we know exactly I know I do I'm like <laughs> how much time do I got before work I got 10 minutes I could do this and then you rush it and you know maybe it's not as good as it could be you know if I maybe took some time and had a da- whole ass date with myself you know yeah and that that part was really hot yeah so that was really nice. It was really, it's just really nice. Like the the idea, if you're into men and like a guy is just going really slow. Oh, yeah. Just riling you up the entire time. You know, but he's also just being really considerate. Oh yeah. Lots of kissing. And, and I, and I understand like, like, Kay, I have had, I've committed the sin of, of not taking my time. And I just want to encourage all of us to do that because this fic just reminded me of how nice it is 
to just really take your time and not rush things and like how good that can be it's true uh and so i i really appreciated that about this fic uh, and not, not, and that was certainly not what the the feeling i was expecting to come away with it the feeling uh, mm, that was not the feeling i was expecting to come away with with this fic because like i said like i saw the never had the never had an orgasm before trope and i was just like eh. but no this is so if if you're like me and that trope has always been kind of like eh to you this is just a really short and romantic one one off that like frames it really well well and one of my other favorite parts is that this is all about ray's pleasure yes because ben doesn't get off at the end and that's i just feel like this is prime ben solo without the kylo ren baggage you know what i mean and i like the fact i love the idea of devoted ben solo of him just being like queen you know i don't usually say that but like him just being like let me take care of you i mean you know service 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 top k was really into that but i I just like reading it and I love the idea of Ben Solo being so into your pleasure that he's like, no, mm-hmm. please don't worry about me. Yeah. It's hot. And he also, what the, the there's this one detail in this fic that really took me by surprise and that I was really impressed with, like, damn, Chris, okay, um, was that when Ray was getting impatient, Ben found like a very polite and non-aggressive way to ask her to let him lead. Let's see. I'm going to find it in here. And I was just like, oh my God, that is so hot. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Ben, she whines, really kiss me. She's too impatient though. So she grabs his shirt with both hands and kisses him properly herself. He's kissing back. He's touching her neck with his free hand and he's smiling. Ray detaches herself from Ben, feeling a little woozy. What's so funny? I knew it. He laughs. Knew what? Only been three seconds and you're trying to take control. Ray pouts, only half in jest. Is he making fun of her? Party foul, dude. He makes her feel a bit better when he continues, though. You're a tough woman, Ray. You don't take shit from anyone. And when we're comfortable, I'll do whatever you want. Just right now, you need a teacher. I'm fanning myself over here. Ray rolls her eyes and kisses him to shut up. Okay, she allows. Another kiss. Just don't kiss. Make me kiss. Feel kiss. Dumb. I would never, he vows, um, his eyes bright and his tone earnest. I'm sorry. So, like, I'm sorry. The hottest thing a man can say to you is not, is not, not, not pet, not let me, sit on me harder, you're so wet. It's, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) It's literally the hottest thing that a man can say to you is, I'm sorry. I'm looking, I'm looking at the bedroom where my husband is sleeping. Genuinely apologizing to you? Oh, it's just, it's just so hot. And he says, okay, so here's the part two. He says, Ben's hands gently lift Ray's crossed leg up and over so that she's just sitting up straight up. He doesn't break the kiss. He just starts arranging her. She is surprised by how not annoyed by this she is. He's such a perfect mix of do it now and please if you want to. So that like really, really like nonverbal consent is so hot too. You know what I mean? Like getting that from people. So learning to read body language uh, is a skill that will just always pay off. I give you all permission out there to uh, play that part where Sophia and I said the hottest thing a man can say to you is (laughs) this man can say to you is I'm sorry uh, for any cis men in your life out there. Okay. Cause we're the experts obviously. And any, any man who's like, Oh, that's that's simping, which is like this new dumb thing that what I've been hearing fuck? on the internet. I just, I just 
uh, why would you not want to simp for someone that you love? Like, isn't that the point? Yeah, like, I don't want to be with someone who's not simping for me. Like, I don't want to be with someone that I'm not simping for. Yeah, like, the whole point is that you're, like, consensually simping for each other. Although I think I'm more of a stand than a simp. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the point. But they're like, oh, no, it means you're whipped. And I'm like, so? The idea is that the person would, other person in the relationship is equally as whipped for you and that you both have good boundaries. The end. Yeah. Like, do you not like want to be in love? Like, imagine just being that guarded and invulnerable. Like, I just feel like you would be tired all the time. Right. Anyway, we have a uh, country boy Texan... Ben Solo simping real hard for Ray's pleasure. What did he call her? Ray- her name's Rachelle too. Yeah, she's got some really it's, fun. She's, I really Southern. enjoy. I really enjoy I the way that that Chris plays with the names. It just makes me laugh. I I saw that and I was just like, oh my god, that is so Texas. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, that was really fun. We're gonna move on here to Am I the Nerf Herder? Oh. Which is so. So if you like Reddit, we talked about Reddit. This is good. We started it out with Reddit. If you like Reddit, you're going to love Am I the Nerf Herder? And so have you ever, has anyone ever read Am I the Asshole? I mean, I'm assuming you've read Am I the Asshole. And I love Am I the Asshole. And I love the Twitter Am I the Asshole because it just kind of distills the best of the best or the most horrifying of the most horrifying. And like, you know, some of these are just lies but it's like reading your own bad advice column and it's so good (laughs) so the idea is is am i the nerf herder is ray and ben um post uh tlj is what i'm assuming um post tlj are essentially writing into the hollow net on the hollow nets version of reddit asking am i the nerf herder for uh for the way things went down down after tlj so, exactly. <laughs> so this is really great because it's kind of out of character, but in this really excellently stylized way. Yes. And what's also really fun is that this is from, I think, 2019. So this is before Rise of Skywalker. Kind of like amazing. Like, I think this is like right around the time the Am I the Asshole stories were making it out of Reddit and onto other social media. Yeah, like platforms. so you can distill I, them in their yeah. their most be- their best forms. Like this is around the time I think I really started to notice them on Facebook and Twitter. However, I could be completely incorrect about the timeline of AITAs making it off of Reddit. But anyway, so that's happening. So if you like those, this is a really fun version, Raylo version of that. And the tags are canonverse mostly, and then a couple other ones um, told through post by Ben and Ray and a surprise guest. And the surprise guest is fucking C-3PO. Oh <laughs> so we have, we have this is a seven chapters, and so it's uh, 1,612 words. And so the great part is, is that every other chapter is Ben or Ray as they like progress on this, how do I get into this person's life? How do I get them to fall in love with me? And so our first chapter is, uh, is Ben asking about uh, is he the nerf herder for asking fucking Ray to rule with him after the red room? Oh my goodness. Okay, so first of all, his username is Solo, more like YOLO, which makes zero sense, but it's great. 
I mean, most of those uh, ridiculous account names in Reddit make no sense at all. It's just, it's just trash and I love it. And I really, I really just like how, so what's, what's going on here is that Chris is taking like actual things, obviously that happened in TLJ um, and in The Force Awakens. So in the, in the first two movies of the sequel trilogy. So she's taking these bits, but she's like completely misinterpreting them in very much the same way that people misinterpret each other's bullshit on Reddit. Like, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Because there's no nuance on the internet. So in chapter four, she puts in the notes, if you're not a Reddit user, I hope this characterization makes sense. I don't think Ben is this dumb. I don't think that Ray is this naive. I just see a lot of men on Am I the Asshole who don't own their mistakes and a lot of women on Reddit relationships who try too hard to put up with bad men. Yes. And so this exactly is exactly that. This is literally like if you want to distill Star Wars to the dumbest people all of those antis see this relationship in this light like 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 imagine if you're anti Raylo. like you're seeing you're seeing the reddit like am i the asshole on reddit, reddit relation version. the reddit that's how you're seeing all of the star the star wars sequels is through am i the asshole on reddit relationships it's abusive this is not fair like that's exactly what this is it's okay listen so in the first chapter, Ben is the first one to post. He says, she said she wasn't looking for anything serious. And then he quotes her, I'm not giving you anything, which is from the scene where he's trying to like probe her mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has quite a serious look on her face most of the time. And it's like, that is clearly not what that meant when she said it in the <laughs> movie. No, not at all. Like, that's obviously clearly not at no. all what that sentence means. But the fact that like it's stylized so that he's taking it that way. <laughs> Like, I just, okay, listen. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sophia said, okay, listen. Let's hear it. <laughs> listen. Can, I just, can I just say that every time that you say, okay, listen, I think of Zelda, and it's the little guy that gets in the water, or he's, like, tapping on your shoulders, and he's like, hey, listen. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. That makes me sound like an annoying twit. No, you're adorable. You're adorable. Okay. <laughs> so, listen. So, the thing is, is that the reason why the Raylo romance that we're given in the sequel trilogy is a tragedy um, isn't just because... Ben Solo dies like obviously that sucks and it's terrible and that's like the worst part but it's also because they are just not talking to each other they no. are just not communicating but it's but it's and prime it's prime romance no I know that I know that I know that but that it's that is okay so like that is like my social brain that has like learned how to be a people uh-huh that this is one of the things where my social brain and like my autistic brain they fight about this uh-huh because my social brain does like it, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I love Pride and Prejudice. The yeah. whole... Miscommunication. Like, just say what you mean. Yeah, like, say what you feel. Yeah. You know, I, I, I fucking rewatch this shit all the time, okay? Like, I am so hot for Mr. Darcy. It's disgusting. And, but then my autistic brain is just like... Just fucking make words with your mouth no, that are the truth. Let's make it harder and ask the internet for advice. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get all of our advice from C-3PO, who, 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 can I just say, my favorite part is C-3PO's, uh, his name, which is, um, fucking, what is it? What is it? I get to the end of this. Maybe oh, because you, you probably don't recognize me because of the red arm. <laughs> That's what his name 
name See, is. It's just it's sequel trilogy confetti, and, and it's, it's just, just beautifully it's just beautiful. It really is, everything. and I really love uh, the the distinct tone change from Ray's more casual, sort of like gossipy, girlfriendy sort of like voice uh, versus uh, Kylo's much more like formal sort of like. And it's funny watching him go from Kylo Ren at the very beginning of the fic to more of a casual Ben Solo towards the end of the fic, and so I really appreciate that little detail of tone. Okay, yeah, that I think is Chris's true superpower, Mm -hmm. which is that she can write, like, any little different version Mm -hmm. of a thing, right? Yeah. Like, this is all, like, romance slash, like, erotica. Yeah. But the style, like, she understands style. Yeah. And she understands, like, aesthetic, written aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And she, like, for example, um, Last Time for Everything, it's in a bar, it's Texas, Ray is now Rachelle. Yeah. She's drinking margaritas. Yeah. Like, playing with different different, different types of, of, of story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ben Solo is a cowboy out on the range hurting orga- orgasms. On hurting horseback. orgasms. Okay. All right, we found our title. So she's titling it right now. So she, she got that. And then it was like, okay, well, what if we took in universe Ray and Ben and but we had them use like a Reddit style service board like am I the asshole like what if we did that right and like she just gets the tone she gets the tone she gets the style and she can just like do any little version of anything like if we were like we were like hey Chris one shot uh Raylo uh soda shop AU and she would just like she would just know all the little fucking details there you go she would just like fucking spread that shit right out and be like okay um I don't know and then she would like <laughs> she would like look up she would know what to Gives call us the robes an, an appetizer of she'd delicious look up, yeah, petite she four just, of a fic she I just think that she really understands style and aesthetic that's why these prompts are so great. Like, the prompts are fun, obviously, but she can just, like, very easy, easily create a whole little world based on a small amount of information. That's talent! Yeah, no, it really is. It really is. But just in these short fics, she's able to give so much detail and atmosphere, you know, for Atmos- stuff. Yes, yeah. atmosphere. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so fun. Because uh, something can be short lengthwise, but if if it doesn't have that flow to it, and that's it. Like, they flow and they go by really quickly, but they don't feel like they're going by that no. quickly. Yeah. And you don't have to have length to be a good writer. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean. <laughs> Stop winking at me for the cover. It wasn't even. I said length to be a good writer, not length to be a good lay. I mean, I guess you could say that too. I, I'm just going to move on and say short and sweet is just as valid and just as delicious as Thea. Extending, changing chap- chapter counts. Yeah, it's, yeah. You don't need you don't need landscape with a blur of conquerors. Uh, Thea length fix to, to make an good, impact. Yeah, to be good at what you to do. make an impact. Yes. So try short and sweet. If you're something, if you're starting out and you're a little scared, you know, try something short and sweet. You know, and do it for you because I feel like that's one of those things that I'm only recently kind of coming to understand as I write my own fix is that. You really can't do it for the kudos. Like, those are just, like, those are sprinkles on the cake. The cake has to be that you're doing it for yourself, you know? And, yeah, sure, the sprinkles, they fuel you, but you don't always need them, you know? I think that's hard for a lot of people to to manage. Okay, so I read a couple more. And I just want to talk about them really quickly. So I'll leave, but I'll leave, I'll leave my favorite for last. So the next one is I wear my granddad's clothes. It's not, I don't know. Like, why am I mentioning this? It's so short. I just think it's, it's clever. 
And I think it's kind of fun and cute. I think I'm just going to read it. Is that okay? Yeah, just, yeah, let's just do that. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Nothing. There's nothing in this box I want, Ray. Ben sighs. Keep looking, please, she begs. You know I'd love to have family belongings to paw through. Ben rolls his eyes behind Ray's back, but he keeps sorting through items all the same. Ray means everything to him, so he'll keep trying to make her happy, even if it means digging through these piles of inherited junk. Look at these! Darth Lowrise! Ray exclaims as she holds up a pair of trousers. Ben, you don't think, who wore these? Ben takes the dark pants from her and wonders the same thing himself. Try them on, please, she squeaks, giving him a gentle shove towards the fresher. Oh my god, this is canon verse, I just realized. (laughs) Ben dons the dusty trousers and comes back in, hair hanging in his eyes and a blush sitting high on his cheeks. Ray lets out a low whistle. Ben's blush creeps further down his face and neck, and Ray knows from experience that his ears must be pinkening too. They're pretty tight, she says, and not so fashionable, I think. Not that I know about fashion. I mean, do they fit? It seems like they maybe do, but maybe they don't. Why is Ray so flustered, Ben wonders. What is it, Ray? She hums and says, I think I like your old pants better. You know, the ones you wore out while I was on the island and you refused to put on a shirt. I didn't refuse. I just gotten done training and I was changing, but then I liked having you notice me. He starts out strong and ends shyly. I'm never not noticing you, Ben. Now just get back to noticing these family items. All right, he sighs. Just let me change out of these Vader pants first. (laughs) It's not not even smut. It's fluff. It's just like like a little, it's like a spoonful of marshmallow fluff. I think I just, it's just like a bunch of things that I like in like a small bite. So we're just like an amuse-bouche of feminine gaze, right? Like we have Ray kind of like bossing Ben around a little bit, which is fun. And then we have Ray wolf whistling. I don't, Chris didn't write that it was a wolf whistle, but she wrote that it was a low whistle. So I'm going to pretend that it was a wolf whistle. Uh, so we have Ben trying on these tight pants and then Ray's like, huh, you know, like that is great. That's always great. And if you date dudes, there's that one item of clothing, they wear it and you're just like, damn. Yeah. My husband has a pair of shorts that every time he wears, I'm just like bubble butt. I hope you know I'm going to touch you (laughs) all day. I hope you're okay with that. Tell me now before you pull out those pants, before you pull out those shorts, are you okay with me touching you all day today? No. And I was like, then you better change those shorts. Yeah. And then (laughs) there's always sweatpants season. And There's not enough sweatpants in my life. And that's a beautiful thing. It can be. You know, there's basketball shorts. Listen, there's just, there's a lot of things out there that can just be really great on people with dicks. It's true. It's really fantastic. It's just a cute, it's just cute and fun. And then, of course, the best part is Ben just being like, I liked it when you noticed me. Like, how fucking adorable is that? It is because I feel like that's their whole life. Like, Ray is always this, this, you know, this scavenger. Does that make sense? You know, she's just all by herself on, you know, Jakku, and she doesn't have anyone looking out for her except Uncle Plutt. You know, she's trying to make, she doesn't, she doesn't get a lot of attention. And then who sees her for the first time is her. And like really sees her. It's Ben Solo, you yeah. know, Kylo Ren. He sees her as a threat. He sees her respectfully as a rival yeah exactly and so when anyone everyone freaks out about fucking what is it well he said she was nothing i was like that's not you you saw the reddit version of of your nothing jesus lord almighty it's just like when 
uh, <laughs> in the Am I a Nerf Herder when he's like, she said, I'm not giving you anything. So I don't think she's looking for anything serious. It's like, that is just like being like obtuse. intentionally obtuse to the extreme. willfully ignorant about what it means when you say something like that to someone in a heated moment after you basically just kind of had sex with your lightsabers by fighting to defend each other. But anyway. so Let's talk about Set the Prairie on Fire, okay. which is so fun. Uh, this let me, was my favorite. Let me read the summary. Uh, heaving a sigh that makes his chest expand and therefore makes his cheap student desk squeak, Ben decides that if he has to write filth, he can at least try to write it classy and subtle. He decides he will submit a poem. New girl inspired as a tag. Ray is Miss Day. Ben is Nick, but smoother. We've got Professor Ray, Professor Ben. No power power imbalances, just Ben being an idiot. Based on the episode Pepperwood with all the writers. And then this is an alternate universe, College AU, but modern. Tell us about why you love Set the Prairie on Fire, Sophia. Because I only read the first, like, couple paragraphs because I was trying to get through stuff. And I really love fucking Huck's. Ben just being like, all right, who loses the bet this year? You get to choose the extra course that we get to do. What? You mean you didn't choose underwater basket weaving? And Ben is upset about that. Okay, I like this because I have been a teacher for a fiction class. And while I haven't had to read straight up erotica, you do have to read awkward things, right? And you have to accept the fact that, like, not everyone is going to be a great writer and not everyone's going to be talented. So your job as an instructor is to be compassionate and help people become better writers, you know, in their own way. Like, that's what you have to do. So even though, like, that's not even the point of this story, I'm just imagining, like, being a teacher, being in a situation where you're trying to help people out, and one of them is like, Here's a sexy love poem that you didn't ask for. (laughs) Surprise! And it's about you, right? Yeah, and so... This is a content warning. We discuss student-teacher relationships and power imbalances in fanfic briefly here. Uh, And then it's, you know, and it's also just the fantasy of getting to be with a student. This is terrible. I don't know how to say that in a way that doesn't sound creepy. I mean, I don't think there is a way, but at the same time, I think it's probably fine. Yeah, like we there it's the the older male professor and the younger female student trope has had a lot of airtime. Yes. And that's it's an almost accepted thing. And there are several fics where it, that's what happens. Ben Solo's the professor and Ray's a student and they end up getting together in some way and it's like is it is it unethical? You know, like how are that, they? That's part of the that's part of the setup of the fic. Is like how do you how do you find that how do you get rid of that power imbalance so that you guys can live happily ever after? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas this allows that to happen because it's a continued education course. And they're both adults. They're both adults. He's faculty. They're both faculty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's him just as and it, he's not taking the class like for like a grade like yeah. he doesn't need the and grade so, for this class continuing education is for fun yeah quote unquote well yeah. in this case it is mm-hmm. um and so it's it's really just about something that like he and hux do together uh i guess like as part of their friendship so that's what it's really about and because of that he can hook up with his hot teacher <laughs> makes hot for teacher a whole different uh yeah and so this there. is this is a fun safe way to explore that it's really hilarious that Hux's last name 
is Pepperwood, and then he goes by Pep because that's what I call my cat. Because <laughs> her name is Pepper, so I'm like sometimes I'm just like Pep, Pep, where are you, Pep? So that's so that was a fun thing. I would also like to laugh and just say that Hux is a terrible writer, and I feel like that's canon. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like his his fan fiction would okay. be his romance would be trash. But you know what? He's probably really good with a thank you letter. That's what I want to say. I, w- I was going to say that Hux is not artistically creative, but I bet that man could fucking crush some TPS reports. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 100% sure that he is probably the most amazing at all of the reports. Like, all of them. He is so productive. Hux gives a fucking spot on TED Talk. Also, he could probably fuck me while he was doing the TED Talk and still. Not break the sweat. Yeah. Not break the sweat. He could, he, could, he could have you cock warming without any issue underneath the table and he would just get like high marks. All those lawyer Easily. AUs, like 100% him and uh, Kylo Ren have cock warmed while, while Hux does a presentation on the Death Star point six point five thousand. I believe it. Uh, I believe it that, was that was just your daily reminder that we are a multi-ship. <laughs> We're a multi-ship podcast. Oh, you know that I stand murder husbands. Like, yeah. I'm all about that. By the way, if you have any other ships that you'd like us to review, uh, drop into our DMs and we'll take a look. But the hilarious thing is that at the end, Ben finds out that it is not an adult fiction course. <laughs> it's a fiction course for adults. <laughs> It's not adult so, fiction. So no one else is writing. Fiction. No one else is writing erotica, oh, and he's amazing. the only one who submitted something. That's that amazing. But dumb. But still read it because it is worth the poem that he writes to set the prairie on fire. Like that shit is cute, and I like. Oh man, men who use their words intentionally, and then men who can use their words creatively. Like I am always hot for that no it is it's really really sexy so yeah we had we had a good time reading these you know thank you chris for your donation uh to warnock you know helping us turn the senate blue you know and i i really appreciate all of these self wrecks um you know this this went really well and i'm really excited to be doing these um our next episode we will be reviewing we are doing becca who apparently is the queen of smut from what i understand uh becca stands is what her uh twitter name is so be prepared for that sometime next month also we have up on deck a uh collaboration with uh raylo hidden gems we're going to if you haven't i've yelled out about raylo hidden gems multiple times if you're looking for new fix that are not by necessarily popular writers we're looking for they look for fix that have lower kudos and low or hits and they recommend them according to different criteria. So they have ones that are safe for work. They have ones that are T-rated. They have some that are canonverse. Um, they have an amazing Discord group as well. So if you are ever interested in doing something like that, get in touch with the Raylo Hidden Gems and they can uh, start talking to you about helping them find fix that need more reads. Yeah, and you can find them on Twitter at Raylo underscore gems. And I think that if you click on... So you can submit a fic, a fic to them that you'd like to you'd like to share. So if it's something that you really enjoy and you think it deserves more eyes, but you don't think it's gotten its its due praise, feel free to submit that to them. And then they also have their AO3 link, which is a bunch of things that they've curated together. Mm-hmm. So, I think they allow. I think they ask authors if they can add them to their collections. 
Uh, so that's, I love that. I've been yeah. going through collections left and right. Yeah. So if you're looking for some new Raylo fix, but you don't want to take the time to scroll through AO3 because ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, yeah, unless you're doing it on your computer, it's not exactly the most uh, <laughs> most friendly to search for tags and stuff like that. So, and and yes, like if uh, one of the things I know that I have been reading about people is the worry about self-wrecking your fic. Yeah, like get over that shit. You spent time and energy and emotions and probably tears and sweat yeah. writing it. Like, yeah. Tell someone I have a fic that is perfect for you and I wrote it. Yeah, it's yeah, and that's that's a great way to segue into sharing your work if it fits the criteria that someone has explicitly asked for, you should totally say, "Hey, I wrote this thing. It sounds like what you're looking for. Have at, you know?" Uh, if anyone says and then if there's something that you're trying to get out of the work that you're writing, don't be afraid to ask for that either. Say like, hey, I wrote this, but I feel like I need work on XYZ. Is anyone willing to read it and give me feedback? That's another great way to get your work out there. If you are also, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and even if it's just like, look, I wrote this thing. I worked really hard on it and I think more people should read it. You're allowed to say that. You're also allowed to say you don't want any concrete either. So I do want to put that out there because some people do not like that. And that's valid as well. But if you are looking for, you know, constructive criticism and you have the spoons for it, you know, uh, definitely ask your friends to see if they'd read it over and give you some high fives. And you don't have to take their advice if you don't like what they're saying. And that's fine, too. You know what I mean? And um, if you're a bigger writer and you feel like you have the spoons, that's something you can always do to pay it forward to other writers as well, is ask them. Say, I haven't read anything in a while. I have enough time to read three really short fix. Can um, anyone self-wreck something that they want me to look over? I can't give you, like, a hardcore, like, read-through of it, but I'd love to be able to read it and give you a little bit of feedback. Uh, one of the Twitter writers that I follow in the other fandom that I'm in asked that and I sweated for like 10 seconds before I was like, whatever, I don't care. They, they could not read it and who cares? And they gave me some great feedback and I took it into consideration as something that's like, okay, all right, this 21-year-old's telling me and this 36-year-old, which was something I had to get over immediately, that, you know, I could probably improve this way and this way. And that really helped me feel good to know that someone read it over and that they liked it, you know? Yeah, get, get your toes wet. All right, peace out. Our, what did you call them? The smutlings? Is that what you called them? Smut, smutlings? I like that a lot. Peace out, my smutlings. We Goodbye, hope smutlings. you have a good day. Farewell. Thanks for joining us today. Stick around for a quick review of Alethian's Raylo Tarot deck. Like what you hear? Get in touch with us on Twitter and Kofi at Smut Hut Podcast. So, uh, you got these from... I got these from Alethian. Yeah. A.K.A. Virgo Witch. Yes. So, she has been a Raylo, OG Raylo, for a very long time. And uh, I've definitely purchased many of her stickers. One of my favorite is the Book of Smut that sits on my... um, water bottle that I cannot take to work because it says Book of Smut. Um, and so what did you get? You got the tarot so, deck? Yeah, so I got the moon bundle. So she was doing a Kickstarter for her Star Wars tarot deck. And I already have some of these as postcard prints uh, when she first started putting it together. And I was just like immediately in love with the concept. 
And so when she said, oh, I'm going to kickstart a whole deck, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to back that shit. Uh, so unfortunately, around the time that she was getting this together was also around the time that the pandemic was coming into full force. And so unfortunately, that affected a lot of the shipping stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want y'all to know that like you can email her if you still haven't gotten yours or whatever. Like She will work with you to get your shit together. One time... Because she, she's in, I think she's in the UK. She is in the UK. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, I bought something and she sent it, but it got turned around at the post office oh, because the address was wrong. Uh-huh. And she, she still resent it to oh, me geez, once so it got nice back to her because yeah. she's just an amazing person. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, this really great, just a little bundle of stuff. So I have some stickers and I have a bookmark that's really it's a nice. bookmark. It's, it's uh, printed on both sides. I'm eyeing that pin there. This is a gorgeous pin. Uh, of Ray and Ben's gorgeous Raylo pin with like a halo and like this cute little crescent moon charm. It's it's great stuff. It's beautiful. Okay, so so here's the tarot deck. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I am a big fan of things like astrology and tarot decks, and those are like my metaphysical hobbies. Oh man, the box. It's it's a snug box. Mm-hmm. So. One of the first things you'll notice... <gasps> Look at that gold foiling! Wow! There's just like this very buttery, velvety texture. Oh yeah, these are printed so nice. To the cards. So there's the Major Arcana. It's all full color. And then for the Lesser Arcana, the Lesser Arcana, there are... Oh, just like... Uh, symbols from Star Wars. So we have the Rebel... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? It's it's called it's like a bird. Symbol? Firebird? I'm not sure. It's some kind of bird. Um the pages, the knights. Oh wow, look at those the beautiful queens and kings and the aces have their own kind of like, They're they're so sparkly and gold foiled. Yeah. They're gorgeous. Like there's this beautiful ass gold silhouette of Thrawn. Oh yeah, give it king to me. Cups. Give it to me, Thrawn. We got Emily Poldo as Queen of Cups. Bone. Do you think Thrawn's dick is as darkly colored as his skin, or do you think it's like a more deep blue? Yeah, I don't know how that works, but I would like to find out. Me too. Why don't we have enough Thrawn dick in our lives? You need to look up some Thrawn Ooh, dick. Ooh, the moon is Kylo Ren and the sun is Rey. That's hot. Oh, we've got Hux as the star. You can tell that she loves herself some Hux. Look at him. He is beautiful. Yeah, that's true. We have... Oh, the tower. That's so sad. It's very sad. Is Ray holding... I mean, you know, an unconscious. I'm just going to say he's unconscious. Ben Solo. Listen, uh, there is fucking... Lando Calrissian is the king of pinnacles. And, like, I cannot think of a better character. No, right? king of pinnacles. Right? Like, that is just so on point to me. Oh, these are and so beautiful. the swords are lightsabers, of course, obviously, because obviously, why not? Obviously, yeah, uh-huh. We have Obi-Wan as the Knight of Swords. We have Ahsoka Tano as the Queen of Swords. And then, of course, Darth Vader. But Anakin Skywalker is also the Emperor. Oh, I was wondering who that was. Yeah. I was wondering who that was. Oh, we've got uh, Luke Skywalker as the Hermit. That's beautiful. And oh, my gosh, and look. Oh, we've got Finn as Strength. It's That's one of my favorite ones. That's and that was one beautiful. of the first postcard prints that I bought from he her. He looks beautiful here. Yeah. We have kyber crystals as the wands. Which oh, that's fun. Is really smart. Like, that's just great use of symbology here. And our page of wands is Rose Tico. Oh, that's wonderful. And Chewy. Chewy is the knight of wands. 
Jin Urso is the Queen of Wands, and then Yoda. Oh, that's king so of sweet. Wands. Oh, we've got Poe Dameron as the Chariot. Yeah. We've got them as the Lovers, and then of course the Hero Font is a Phasma. And then we have uh, it's Phasma. Is it Hero Font or Hero Font? I've always said Hero Font, but I'm not. We don't know if we're pronouncing hey Google, right. how do you say? <laughs> and then we have a bonus card of like. Uh, elf Raylo. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is a beautiful box of things. So thank you for that. It's glorious. Have you told any of you your your cards with this business no, yet? No, this one is definitely for me like an art piece. Uh-huh. Like one of the things that I started doing once I realized that I was a Raylo uh-huh. <laughs> after watching TLJ. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, I really. Like, I'm really into this. And when, because the first fic that I read, I think, was Interstellar Transmissions. Uh-huh. And my friend Emily, and you know Emily, yeah. who's also uh-huh. a Raylo. Yeah, and she's an intense Raylo, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's gotten, like, t- like several great Star Wars themed tattoos mm-hmm. just, like, over the last couple of years. So she's the one who turned me on to it. And then I'm, you know, I'm, like, looking at stuff and I'm like, oh, there's mood boards? I'm like, okay. And then, like, Oh, there's all the people are making art. People yeah. are making rainbow art. Yeah, like, like bought it. And because I, I started following it on mm-hmm. Tumblr, because there's so much free, beautiful rainbow oh, yeah. art, beautiful art on mm-hmm. Tumblr. And I was just like, wait a minute. And I was like, wait, but I could like, I could like buy some of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so wonderful. Uh, I had someone at work tell me that they really liked my uh, Raylo bag that I have. I have like a bag that I use to carry all my extra fucking shit. And uh, I was like, yeah, I buy a lot of fan works. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I was like, how, how would, you know, I want to support the fandom and that's how the way I was like, I have some disposable income. I can buy some fucking Raylo art. You can. <laughs>
Say it again for me. Shandrilla. 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 Shangrilla. Shandrilla. Charmander. Oh, <laughs> 